Hello, my loves. Welcome to Unearth Podcast. This is your host, Lexi Coachella. This podcast is crafted around the mind-body-soul connection and integration process. You have divinely entered the realm of spirituality, the afterlife, esoteric topics, occultism, manifesting, psychology, and energy. You will hear storytelling from thought leaders, healers, intuitives, and medical professionals in hopes to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. We have the purest of intentions for the space, and we hope to guide you to your most authentic, highest version of yourself. And on that note, we are so happy you're here. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Angels, welcome back to another episode of Unearth Podcast with your host, Lexi Coachella. I hope you guys are doing lovely, and I hope that you had a great new moon in Scorpio, which was yesterday, November 13th. I just wanted to bring back some manifesting techniques. Also, so sorry if you hear we have a new puppy in the house, and he is playing with his toys. I'm not going to stop him because it's either... He's playing with his toys or he's eating our Christmas tree and our sofa and the rug and the chairs and it's just chaos over here. Anyways, um, sorry about the noises that you may be hearing in the background. I will try to keep him quiet, Um, but I wanted to bring back some (laughs) manifesting techniques for you guys. So let's get into today's episode. Thank you guys so much for being here and I hope you enjoy. Before we begin, I want to just let you guys know I have some amazing offerings for you guys. It's kind of funny because I realized that these three are just all about the mind. So I just realized that all three of these are in resonance with the mind, body, and soul. And I'll just quickly run through them. If you guys know me at all, you know that I love taking care of my body, taking care of my mind, and my soul. So the first offering and recent supplement that I've been taking is called First Person. And basically, I'm taking the Sunbeam dose for brain power. And this has all the medicinal mushrooms. It has lion's mane, which you guys know I love. So the Sunbeam that I've been taking for motivation and focus also has cordyceps mushrooms, macuna, vitamin B6, ginseng, and a few other ingredients that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. But you can head to their website and look at all the other supplements that they have. They have some powder packets now that you can just like throw in to a drink. Um, They also have a nighttime one which is called the moonlight which is for deep restorative sleep and then they have golden hour which is for connection and joy um that's more so for like getting things done and like in a very playful stress reducing way um it's for confidence your mood socializing long-term memory so that one's called golden hour so they have a few different options you can even get the collection So I've been taking first person sunbeam mushrooms 
Um, you take two capsules. I think you can take it up to like three, four times a day. Um, I've been taking this for about three months on and off just when I need some more motivation and some more focus. So if you guys want to try it, you can use code LEXCACHELLA for a discount. It is L-E-X-K-A-C-H-A-L-L-A and I'll post all of these future codes and this code in the description below. And you guys know I've been taking seed for about three years now. And so that was the mind part. This is the body. This is the gut health and also in conjunction with brain health. Um, so seed is a pre and probiotic and they call it a daily symbiotic. So DSO1 daily symbiotic and it has been life changing. I actually have to take mine um, today, but it is so good. I try to take it before I eat anything first thing when I wake up on an empty stomach and it's actually the only pre and probiotic that reaches your colon so the capsule doesn't get um, washed away by your stomach acid. It actually is able to bypass that and go straight to where it needs to go and I promise you like you'll see regularity, you'll see, it's just good. Like if you look up your own facts about healthy digestion, you'll see that this is exactly what it does. And as always, you guys can use code LexiK, L-E-X-I-E-K for a discount on your first order of seed pre-probiotic. And also, if you guys are interested in learning more, this company is so good for telling you facts and teaching you things about their products and how it actually works. So you guys can go to Seed University if you're interested in more of the science-based elements of this. I just know that it's worked for me and I I can't even live without it. It's a non-negotiable in my supplement and holistic health. Lastly, I'm just bombarding you guys, but I feel like I haven't done this in a long time. And for all the new listeners, I really want you guys to know that I back up these products like 100%. These are the three things that I use on almost a daily and I would never ever share anything that I don't believe in 100%. So these are my main three go-tos and the last one is for the soul. It's also for the body and the mind, but primarily it's for the soul and it is cacao. If you know me at all, you know I'm the cacao mama. That's what people call me. And I love plant medicine. So if you're new here and if you're like, what the fuck is cacao? Cacao is actually plant medicine. It is very, very potent, very strong. It's the purest form of what one would call chocolate. And Cacao Laboratory, the brand that I use, they actually source their cacao ethically and locally for them in Ecuador. So they are just an amazing community and I have monthly meetings with them and we learn and we discuss how to keep this ceremony alive and the ritual of plant medicine alive. So personally, I use cacao for heart opening rituals. I use it for a meditation, if you will, just like someone would be in a meditative state making their matcha. This is me with my cacao. I feel so blissful and at ease and I know that I'm nourishing my mind, body, soul with this beautiful plant medicine. So I use that for a sense of peace, a sense of ritual, a sense of intention, um, but it is very, very good for your heart and your heart chakra. 
Um, it also is very high in antioxidants. It's good for your dose of magnesium. Um, it's very antidepressant, anti-anxiety. Um, if you're going through any sort of heartbreak or heart issues or grief, this is a very, very potent medicine for that. So you guys can use code LexiK10 for uh, 10% off your first purchase or all purchases actually of cacao. And one more thing about cacao and this company in specific, they have different formulas of cacao, meaning different spices added intentionally for whatever phase in life you're going through. So they infuse the elements into some of their cacao products. I typically just go with the huge, huge bar, which is a thousand grams of cacao. And that usually lasts me about eight months so it's really worth it um that'd be like ten dollars a month which is amazing it's like whatever like you get a million cups of cacao a month um so anyways that's what that's my go-to but they do have different products on their website you guys can check them out my favorite is the element series so they have grounding earth um, cacao and for all of these different elements they have different spices that coordinate with the elements they have air cacao they have fire cacao so that's like if you're starting a passion project if you're working on something if you want to step into your power you would drink the fire cacao if you want to be more fluid and intentional and intuitive you would drink the water cacao so check out their website again lexi k10 for a discount and that is l-e-x-i-e k10 okay so now let's get into the episode i feel like we need to just chat a little bit about where we're all at in our lives and the intricacy of being in your 20s i assume most of you are in your 20s by listening to this episode um but also how to manifest in your 20s. I think this is like so powerful because for me, I have held back in my manifesting techniques because I've noticed that a lot of my mentors and a lot of my role models are manifesting the things that I've been wanting to manifest. And they're in their 30s, they're in their mid or late 30s. Some of them are even in their 40s. And it's funny because we're like, all kind of preparing or perhaps in our Saturn return where that is some potent energy right there that is a transformational time in our life and I feel like I've been programmed um, along this journey of spirituality that I'm waiting until my Saturn return to see what kind of unfolds for me and I'm sure you guys have heard that too like your life will shift everything will change it's kind of like carrying Moldavite wherever you go um and that's kind of like what to expect. And we can't really manifest until something happens with our Saturn return. And I know this is just like a little small limiting belief, but that's mine. And whatever yours is, I want to just kind of emphasize some focus on that. So think about the thing in your 20s, perhaps in the last few years, or even a future projection what is the one thing that's holding you back? And if you have to pause this and journal and sit with it and think and close your eyes and put your hand on your heart, I want you to think, what is the one thing that is holding you back from really reaching your full potential? If you don't even know what you desire, that is okay too. And this can be perceived as toxic positivity, like we're lost in our 20s, what are we fucking doing? Where do we go next? Why did I get this degree? What 
am I doing with my life? Hey, that's okay. And we're going to talk about this. But for now, I just want to focus on the one thing that you desire in your current phase of life, whether that's a new car, whether that is a relationship, whether that's a relationship with yourself, with your parents, with your friends, whether that is a new phone I don't fucking know, you guys. A house. Why are we limiting ourselves? Let's go bigger. Whether it's a new business, whether it's your own business, whether it is your own million dollars, whatever the fuck it is. Now, you like how I just added, why are we limiting ourselves? Because I want you to think about the one thing you desired before I even mentioned, let's go bigger. Now, why did you limit yourself? So if you have to take a moment to stop and think, why did I limit myself? Why didn't I go bigger? Why did I just say, oh, I want $1,000 or I want $100,000 or I want a house in five years? Why not next year? Why not this year? Why not next month? So think about that for just a moment and dial it back and say to yourself, (laughs) there is no time limit on these kind of things. I am worthy of everything I want in this direct exact moment in my life. So just use this as an example and a testament to practice going bigger. Why do we play so small? And I think it's because kind of like what I was saying earlier where we, not, we might not be worthy enough until we reach our Saturn return, until we're fully matured in our career or whatever it is, until you have this credential, until you have this and this and this. And no, that's not the case. And I think in our 20s, we're very much programmed, just like we are programmed when we're little from zero to eight. We have a huge system of programs lined up for us and it's unsolicited. It's fucked up 95% of the programs that we are working with are limiting so we can still add these limiting beliefs and programs even in our 20s and so just take me as an example and take you as an example why do we limit ourselves to the things that we desire the most why do we limit ourselves to our soul's purpose the reason we came why do we act like we have to wait until we have reached a certain amount of wisdom or enlightenment or credential, whatever it is, a relationship, um, money, resources. Like we can manifest at any angle. We can manifest in any way on any day whenever we want. And if we want to just turn the page, if one day sucks, the next day doesn't, you can, you can write a new book. You can write a new page in your book. You can write your own story. In fact, you are writing your own story. So I think it's quite interesting to see, even in our 20s, how we have become so programmed, even though we're very blind to the fact that, you know, these programs are instilled in us. Um, And I just kind of want to erase that. I want to control, I'll delete that, you know, the people that you look up to, it doesn't matter how old they are. It doesn't matter where they came from. Um, You know, your own story is so unique and... I want you guys all to know that you are able to manifest from, again, any angle. And I really like that phrase. So let's get into a little bit more specific details on how to actually manifest and how to create magic within manifesting. Because I believe that is where the momentum originates from. That is where the momentum is coming from. And it's like, whoa, 
there is magic in the desires that you are yearning for. There is magic in visualizing. There is magic in control alt deleting your limiting beliefs and working with your subconscious. There's magic in hypnosis. There's magic in dreams. There's magic in journaling. There's magic in just thinking about something and talking about your desire with someone, your end goal, your soul's purpose, letting someone else know why the fuck you showed up, who the fuck you actually are. There is profound magic in that. And I want to start with that. Okay, so when you talk to someone about your manifestations, as if it's already here, kind of like you're planning it out, like you already planned it out. It's for, it's coming up next week, okay? Let's use myself as a prime example. So I would love more than anything in the world to open my own studio. And I know I'm going to. And in fact, I talk to people as if it's already here, as if the doors are opening next week. And it's like, I'll just be in a conversation with someone or like my boyfriend or my mom or my sister. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to do. I know exactly what subway tile I'm going to put up behind the bar, behind the little cafe elixir station. And I'll like show them pictures. And it's it's so like engraved in my soul that it's a non-negotiable. And I know the universe is kind of working itself out. I know that I'll have an opportunity and it'll be here shortly. But in my actual mind's eye and in my heart, in my soul, when I'm talking to people about my studio, I am so fucking specific. And we're going to get into that in a second. If if you're not as specific, that's okay too. There's actually a lot of room for opportunity when you're not as specific when manifesting. So just take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But the overall energy of this is I am telling the universe that it's already fucking here. I am like, hey, and, and the funny thing is, is I, not even funny, but the beautiful thing is, is I actually believe it. I believe it so much because I'm talking about it so much. I'm so passionate. I'm exerting that energy of passion, of love, of excitement. The universe doesn't give a fuck if you believe it or not. The universe cares about the energy you're exerting. And I know this is simple, basic law of attraction, but I'm just here to remind you that even if you don't believe, even if your soul or your mind, your body is like, eh, I don't know, I don't think I have the power to do that. If you're still talking about it with excitement and with love and passion, the universe will conspire to back you up and it'll give you exactly what you are giving to the universe. So next, I want to just touch on the specifics of manifesting. So whether you're talking to someone or you're scripting, if you don't know what scripting is, I have another podcast that I'll link in the show notes that really dives into scripting and the power of journaling your dream life as if it already happened. But however you're manifesting, whatever techniques you're using, I would say to be cautious with the specifics and the details because Let's say, for example, you are looking to manifest a boyfriend and you're like, oh my gosh, I know the qualities of this person I want. I keep writing it down, but I also have this sense of like, this is what they look like. Well, if you are set on that and you're calling that in, like the specific details of like, okay, this guy has one green eye and one blue eye, (laughs) 
you're actually energetically cutting yourself off to the opportunities of meeting the actual person you're calling in because you are so set on this structure and how this person is supposed to look like rather than the feeling that they're supposed to give you and the qualities that this person is, you know, is obtaining. And so it's important to kind of let the universe do some of the work for you. And so you're giving the universe you know, a plate of all the ingredients. And you're like, this is what I want. And this is what I want. This is what I am envisioning for my life. Please make it. Please, here are the ingredients. Make me a fucking meal. Um, Bake me a cake. And it will hand you exactly what you are needing. And so when we are so specific, going back to my idea of the subway tile or whatever the fuck it is in my studio, well, that's fine because I'm not um, this is this is more on energetics. I'm not actually like limiting the space I'm manifesting. Right now I'm manifesting a barn, specifically like an older rustic barn, an open barn, an open slate. And how I design it is a different thing. Um, now if you're like, okay, I want to manifest a, a house, a blue house. <clears throat> One of my friends actually keeps envisioning this like in her dreams and like she'll have like flashbacks of or flash forward visions of um a house like a blue beautiful house and I'm like okay well what if it's actually like a white house and what if you're cutting off your opportunities to this because what if you're meant to paint it blue and you just missed an opportunity on this house that you saw that was very similar in style but you were meant to paint it and so that's just another good example of If you feel a sense of desire, you need to kind of let go of the control that it's going to be exactly how you want because it might not always be the way it wants to come through. And that is going to create more energy and more room for opportunities to flow in just as the universe has planned it to. So this is kind of going to transition into if you don't even know what to manifest. This is a great segue into locating your purpose, locating what you want to call in because like I mentioned before, it is hard in your 20s because we have these limiting beliefs from when we're younger and then we have more limiting beliefs. Um, You know, it could be around education. It could be around like what degree you have, how much money you're making. There's a bunch of things. There's a bunch of comparing. There's a a bunch of different... um, components and modalities that are harmful to us and that can actually halt our progress into our soul's mission. So if you guys don't know, here we go. You are here for a divine reason and you have a soul's purpose. You are here because you signed up for it, because you literally made a contract with yourself, with the universe with God, with source, with your soul family, that you would come to earth and you would do exactly what you're doing. Even if you don't feel like you are living in your your purpose and your mission, I promise you are on the way and you are doing small little favors for yourself. So first of all, be easy. If you are in your 20s and you're like, I'm feeling lost, I feel like I am behind Um, I feel like I need to find my purpose. I just don't know where to start. Then this message is a hundred percent for you. So now that we kind of like went backwards and you, now you know how to manifest. Now you know the energetics of calling something in, whether it's a purpose or whether it is 
a tangible item or a person or an idea or whatever the fuck it is. You can always utilize that and practice it every single day of your life, whether it's starting small to big. Now we're moving into finding your purpose and there are specific techniques that I will not go into 100% depth because I do that on -on one-on-one meetings with my clients, but I will give you a little rundown on how to find your purpose here. My favorite question to ask you, to ask anybody, is what do you spend most of your time thinking about? What are you daydreaming about? What is showing up in your dreams? What are you looking up on Pinterest? What are you looking up online? What are you researching? What are you reading? What are you spending all of your money on? Not all of it, but most of your money on. So think of all these things. Think of the the keywords that pop up in your brain and in your soul. For me, I spend a lot of my time researching how to holistically heal your body from the inside out through herbalism, um, through medicinal mushrooms, through additional supplements, all the things, you guys. I search up everything, like what does this food do for you? What does this supplement do for you? What does this mineral do for you? And a lot of my books, I'm looking at my bookcase right now, I have um, consciousness, I have quantum physics, I have moon cycle, I have subconscious mind, um, intuition, how to raise your vibration. So I'm kind of you know, gravitating towards healing your mind, body, soul. That's what I am here to do. And then also, what am I doing on my computer? What am I researching also? But what am I like visually looking at? And to me, if you go on my Pinterest, this is another technique to look at. This is just your patterns and what you're gravitating towards energetically. I love, love, love home. I love aesthetics. I have a Cancer moon, Libra sun obviously i'm into the aesthetics and i want to design my own studio so i have found my purpose here and i love to inspire people to find theirs that's part of my mission here so if i can do it you guys if i can find my own mission you can certainly find yours so ask yourself those questions again what do you research the most what are you looking at the most whether it's a magazine whether it's something on your phone what are you gravitating towards what kind of things on tiktok are you looking at what kind of things in magazines are you looking at um and then what are you spending your money on And perhaps it's not a tangible thing or maybe it's an idea of what your life purpose is, but it could be like something that's pertaining to it. So if you're still not sure, I certainly cannot be like digging this out for you and unearthing, no pun intended, your soul's purpose for you. But I can certainly guide you to this realization, okay? But to do that, you need to do some of this internal work. You need to sit down with yourself and listen and do some soul searching. I mean, it took me years to get in tune with why I'm here. I did that. It wasn't easy. I mean, I did that through a lot of sovereignty work, a lot of alone time with nature. I did a lot of meditating. I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of trial and error. And you know, I thought I wanted to be an artist and I still am and I still love pottery and that's definitely going to be part of my studio. But, you know, you kind of have to just try things and you can be a jack of all trades, master of none. So if you are discouraged in finding your purpose, think of a few things you've always wanted to do because that's also a good telltale of your mission and a part of your path, right? For me, being a fluid artist, you know, acrylic painter... 
isn't for sure my mission, but it could very well just be a little hidden talent and something that's fun and good for my creativity. So I kind of released control of that. Um, You know, being an interior designer, maybe that's just part of my personal ambition for my own house. You know, maybe I'm not meant to be an interior designer, even though I went to school for that. So unfortunately, I have to pay back my student loans for something that essentially would be a trial and error. I am a great interior designer, but I know that's not serving my mission. And I would have never known that had I not gone through school, had I not found myself in college. And so there's never a point in your life where you're like, I'm on the wrong path. It's just a little stepping stone. It's a catalyst. Always ask yourself questions. Is this serving my higher self? Am I doing exactly what I came here to do? And if it's not a fuck, yes, it's an absolute fuck no. So I had a question pop up on my Instagram. How do I manage feeling behind or finding purpose? And I would say we need to release that programming of feeling behind because like I just said, we're never behind. In fact, these are just stepping stones. I like to call these, for example, jobs that aren't exactly aligned with our higher self and our soul's purpose. I call them bridge jobs because you're taking something, you're one step closer. You are crossing that bridge to your higher self and it might take two weeks, two months, two years, whatever it takes, you are getting one step closer every single day. So that means you actually aren't falling behind. You are moving forward. Even if you don't feel like it, you are slowly but surely moving the needle. So let's cancel that thought out of feeling behind. You don't need to compare yourself anymore. All you have to do is focus on your next step. If you are not happy with where you're at right now, if you are not feeling 100% aligned or on your purposeful, soulful journey, that is okay. You need to become aware. First step to any evolution is awareness. That is my little quote. I live by that. It is the most transformational quote that I always come back to is awareness is the first step. So if you are knowing in the knowing that you are not on your purposeful path, you first need to cancel out all feelings of feeling behind. That is not even accurate. You are doing exactly what you need to be doing. And there's a quote that Oprah said, and someone just, my friend just um, told me about this, and it really made me think like, okay, I'm okay. Everything's fine. I'm exactly where I need to be. And I'm going to read you it. It is simple and mundane, but it is very, very powerful. It reads, do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. And that is just a testament to surrendering to your current reality. And I know I preach about quantum leaping, manifesting, creating your own reality, you know, troubleshooting your subconscious mind. We can do that along the way. And that'll actually catapult us quicker to our manifestations and into our soul's purpose. But that I'm just going to read the quote again. Do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Sometimes that means accepting where you are, not feeling behind, having gratitude for your current reality, for your current job that you're in, even though it might not be in alignment with your higher self, and you know, working on your next steps, whether that is fine-tuning why you're here, whether that is coming in contact with your soul's purpose. And There are so many different techniques and I might have to just make another podcast about that because there's a lot I can dive into, but 
I hope this helped you guys. Um, I'm also reading a book right now called The Artist's Way, and I, I'm just staring at it right now, and I just thought I'd throw that out there. That is a really, really good way to get in touch with your creative side and creating the reality of you that is already existing within. So my advice, again, for finding your purpose, getting quiet, getting intentional, being self-aware of the things that you love, the things that you're naturally drawn to. Also, reverting back to your childhood. What are the things that you love to do? For me, I love to rearrange my room. I loved having bohemian uh, decorations. I loved having beads hanging. I loved to make art. I loved swirly things hanging from my ceiling. Um, I loved to paint. I loved to draw. I loved to think about entrepreneurism when I was literally seven years old. Um, it, there was a lot of things that still are prominent in my day-to-day life and think of you as a little kid or even in like middle school. I feel like that's when kind of most of our dreams diminish and I want you to re-spark those. I want you to revisit your childhood as much as you can remember. Think of the things that little you love to do. What did you spend a lot of your time doing? And those are some tips that I am going to leave you with for the end of the podcast. Um, thank you guys so, so very much for tuning in. I love you all so much and I am accepting some one-on-one manifesting clients, but I forgot to add you guys that astrology is also like number one on my list for finding your, your soul's purpose. It is the number one technique that I've used to navigate and to understand myself because that is our birthright. We have this beautiful cosmic map in the palm of our hands and a lot of us don't even know how to read it. So if you guys are interested, I do offer birth chart readings. Um, I do offer one-on-one hypnosis to reprogram the subconscious, to create more fluidity with your intuition. Um, I do offer... Uh, one-on-one manifesting guidance and we can do like a whole package deal. I've done this for some of my clients where, you know, we kind of go into birth charts and then we navigate and we do some integrating. Um, I also do offer plant medicine uh, one-on-one sessions where we will do some journaling techniques and kind of go in inward a little bit more than you normally would by yourself. Um, so yeah, if you guys are interested in all of that, let me know. You can head to my website, www.lexcachella.com. I would love to help anyone out who is so strongly passionate about utilizing their time on earth because that is, again, our birthright. We are here for a very specific reason and you deserve to know exactly what that is. Um, and I have to say like I found a lot of my purpose through self-discovery through college but I also would have to say I fine-tuned it through astrology so yeah I'm just gonna end it there (laughs) if you guys have any questions you can feel free to dm me and we can go from there but I'm sending you so much love and gratitude Thank you for being here. Thanks for showing up for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. And if you think a friend or family member would benefit from this, please send it their way. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye.